Welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that sets out to watch every action movie ever made, and we put it on our list that we made that's for us and for you guys to look at, too. Uh, my name's John. With me, as always, is James and Dustin. James, how are you? I'm good. And Dustin. Yeah, pretty good. Just want to make sure that people can, like, mm-hmm. hear, hear the voices. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I've heard, I've, I've heard a little feedback about our podcast, and what I have heard is that our voices are quite different. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think so. Really? I don't know. <laughs> Why well, do we all sound exactly the same? No, <laughs> I, not I, at all. I actively do not listen to the podcast. So a- I, you actively don't listen. Yeah, like I go out of my way to not listen. Mm. Sometimes it just pop, pops in to my feed because mm-hmm. like I'll be straight and like a podcast will end and this one will start. Mm. And like, it's hey, like, you might like this. It's like it's like <laughs> a, it's like a fighting just like as fast as I can to like switch it. <laughs> Well, switch don't, it. Don't we're, tell the listeners. We're that them. bad, I guess. So yeah. bad. Can't even well, who likes look. to look at? Who likes to hear their own voice? <laughs> Why don't you just look at photos of yourself and listen to your own voice? Oh, cool. Yeah, you could look jerk at yourself off. in the mirror, jerk off, and listen to fucking, yourself. <laughs> <a> fucking sycophant. <laughs> Wait, I'm alone on this. <laughs> okay, in a but, club of one man. This is awkward. <laughs> so, before we start getting to the pod, the episode, sorry, the movie. Uh, anything you guys want to talk about? Or recommend that you've seen done. Yeah, I watched uh, a little flick called uh, Night of the Creeps. Yeah, what Night you, of the Creeps. What made you watch that? Um, I just... You I just went, felt like it? Well, I went to this thing on the weekend, uh, brought my kids to Jurassic Quest, oh, which yeah. is uh, like robotic dinosaurs and shit. And I just got this feeling of... Like, it'd be a great movie setting for, like, an 80s horror movie where, like, shit starts to, like, actually come alive and start killing people. <laughs> like, the workers it's there. like robotic Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for some reason, I just... I'm a huge fan of uh, practical effects, too, so... Oh, yeah, because you are asking me about like, movies to watch with practical effects. Yeah, so I just... I asked you guys for list of movies and that just happened to be the one that I I think I downloaded a bunch so but that was the first one yeah that's that's one of my favorites for sure it's a great one so it's kind of a, a little bit of a long lead up to it but once it gets there it's yeah because it it feels like an 80s like just like an 80s teen comedy for a while yeah totally but it's like this weird stuff to do with aliens and zombies kind of at the same time yeah <laughs> yeah and it gets pretty gory after. But yeah. it's uh, quite enjoyable. You should watch Reanimator yeah. next. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you've seen Reanimator. I've seen Reanimator. Beyond yeah. Reanimator? Uh, yeah. Bride of Reanimator is a great I think I own them sequel. all on DVD. Is that the third uh-huh. one? Beyond is the third one. Beyond is the third Bride one. Is the Bride is great. Bride's Beyond is... He makes the woman out of different parts. Yeah. <laughs> Beyond is the prison one. Yeah, that one's not that as one's good. Although it does have the reanimated penis crawling along, <laughs> and you know it's coming, and it's still hilarious when it does. Oh, too bad they never made that House of Reanimator one they talked about for so long. Yeah, well, I think he's gonna go to what's his name's gonna go to jail now. Who? Combs? Um, Jeffrey Combs? No, no. Who's gonna play president? Oh, Macy. Macy. His thought, wife's going. Just to, his wife. His wife's going to prison. <laughs> no, she'll get out. They'll let her. No, out. man. She'll Aunt, do community service. And Becky's going shit. to jail. And Becky yeah. should have taken that fucking well, she plea, didn't, bitch. She didn't take the plea. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking take the plea. <laughs> I've watched way too many tr- real life crime shows where 
the, everybody's like, yeah, it was either take the plea, I didn't do it, or it was go to jail for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's not going to take the yeah. fucking plea? Take the plea. Except for, uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember what the the show is. It was a mini series on HBO. Oh, is it with that older guy, um, Durst? The guy who was like... Oh, Fred Durst? Not, no. Not Fred Durst. Not Fred Durst. Robert Durst? Is that Fred it? Durst. Yeah, the Jinx with Fred Durst from Limp Bizkit. No, no, it wasn't the Jinx. <laughs> You're talking about the... It's not a documentary. You're they should have done about, a song for no, the Jinx. No, it's like the drama. <laughs> yeah. I did it all for the Jinx. <laughs> You're talking... You're talking about the the one where the guy, is, he, has, he has the taxi? Yeah, that one. The Night Of. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, the fictional, so yeah. fictional one. Yeah, so you're talking about The Night Of. Yeah, The Night Of. With Riz Ahmed. Yeah. Yeah, so it's fictional, but... He doesn't take the deal. He doesn't take the deal. All right. But he gets a... Yeah, That's a good little miniseries. It destroys his fucking life. Oh, I yeah. know. It destroys his life. That's one of the... Uh, so good. So rough. <laughs> Very rough. That was well done. Did you watch anything else? Uh, no, I watched half of uh, a shitty action movie that we were going to do. But Let's talk about that <laughs> next oh, right. episode. But we, could, we could talk about that later. <laughs> Comedy of errors. Uh, well, I watched a few things I wanted to mention. Let's see. I finished uh, rewatching Deadwood in anticipation of the movie, which comes out uh, I believe tomorrow. On, I believe on Friday, yeah, tomorrow. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, you'll be hearing this weeks after we recorded it, but uh, yeah. I'm so just going to watch the Rewatch movie. the whole thing and fuck. How many times did they say cocksucker? <laughs> I didn't count, <laughs> but that show is so goddamn good. I know I said this already when I started rewatching it, but truly after rewatching the whole thing, I think it's now my second favorite show after The Wire. It's just written on a level that like nothing, almost nothing touches it. Oh really? The dialogue—it's just like this Shakespearean like mix with like this lowbrow, you know, swearing, calling people cocksuckers and shit all the time. But like, but then the the actual interactions are just like there's so much going on, and it's like this whole town, and we're seeing each season you get a few more characters introduced, and the, all these stories weaving together, and it's so sad that it fucking was canceled. Like it's so sad, but at least now we're gonna get this. I've heard that the movie is actually pretty good, so. Yeah, I'm excited. I don't think I even actually finished the series. You should, even though it ends tragically because it it ends like on a cliffhanger. Yeah, Um, it's just it's still completely worth it because it's just so good. Well, now we're gonna get a movie, so yeah, Yeah, and hopefully this will. Yeah, it's too bad. And then we just heard recently that David Milch is diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Yeah, that's a which I mean, like, I'm is Alzheimer's an autoimmune disorder? I don't know. I'm not sure. I have a per, I have a serious vendetta against autoimmune disorders. <laughs> yeah. They're the, the worst. Well, it's like literally your body just rejecting your body. Like yeah. How? Yeah. And I mean, it's terrible that anybody gets it. And I'm not gonna say it's more terrible that he gets it, but it just is like when you have such a brilliant writer, it just or, or anybody, it just shows like how there's these, all these amazingly talented, loving people. Mm. I don't know if he's loving, but I'm saying like it just just snuffs out like all the good yeah and that just is like ah, that's like what Mm -hmm. a shitty what a shitty thing to happen to anybody for sure especially a guy who's so brilliant but um i also watched um let's see uh john wick three but i won't talk about that i haven't seen it yet since we hopefully are going to do it at some point Uh, 
I want to talk about it though, <laughs> even though I haven't seen it. <laughs> just want to do, let's just do an episode on it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll just tell you guys what happens. Okay. Uh, no, uh, no, it's good of course, but yeah, we'll talk about that in the future. I did watch Captain Marvel though. Finally. I haven't seen that either. Yeah. Is it worth fuck about watching? It. Yeah, it's good. Um, I wasn't super interested in it. I mean, I, I, I knew I was going to watch it because I watch all the Marvel things. Right. And it is good and it is enjoyable. It's I didn't feel as connected to it as like a lot of other Marvel movies. Like I'd say it's lesser, but it's still very entertaining. She's actually one of the best parts of it, Brie Larson. Oh, really? You know, there's a lot of controversy She's about her. She's the best part of... Wait, hold on. Brie Larson's one of the best parts of Captain Marvel. You know, I'm just talking about in context because so many people were just so pissed at her for her comments and stuff outside of the movie. But, uh, you know, she gives a really enjoyable performance in it for sure. So she's supposed to be like uh, the comparison to like Superman almost in a Um, sense. I don't know. Like Marvel's version of Superman? Well, I don't know. Like not not really. Like story-wise, she's not. Um but like her abilities, I guess on a power level, maybe she's supposed to be that powerful, but I'm not sure because she's not a character I've ever followed very closely in the comics. And because in the movie, it does, it does make her out to be very powerful, but I'm not sure that it's implying that she's like the most powerful thing ever or something. So although she seems to think that's the case in interviews and stuff. I mean, you haven't seen Avengers like the second movie. Endgame. No, I'm watching Endgame yet. Hopefully this weekend. So uh, in that movie, I mean, it kind of gives that impression. Oh, okay. Yeah. That she's like, like all it, it does make her seem like she's very powerful, but it doesn't, it doesn't really flesh it out in a way where you're like clear on like, oh, well, how powerful is she supposed to be? Kind of thing. I, I guess my question is, is she relatable at all? In the Captain Marvel movie, yes. I don't know. I can't speak to Endgame. Because like m- my biggest problem with Superman is like not relatable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, how can you relate to Superman? I think there's also a disconnect for a lot of people with Superman because he's an alien. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's what gets me. (laughs) Well, I think for a lot of people, there is like this thing where it's like, okay, well, he's not really he's he's an other and he's like a God powerful person. So then I was like, how do I relate to this being? Right. Right. I mean, like Thor relies heavily on the comedy side mm-hmm. like that's what they've turned him into yeah he's a he's a god well yeah he's a god but you like him because he's hilarious and because and he's, yeah he's charming as yeah fuck, he's right? charming right yeah. so yeah i'd say um yeah i mean it's a, it's an enjoyable movie it's it's not you know one of the 10 best marvel movies in my opinion or anything but is it better than ant-man i'd say it's like on level with ant-man maybe a little better the sci-fi stuff in it looks really cool. Like it, it looks great. The ships and stuff, and like when they're in the other planets and the cities and all that shit. Yeah, that all that stuff looks really fucking good. And even just like, as a visual treat, it's fun on that level. But, um, but yeah, I wasn't sucked into it as much as other Marvel movies. Right. Mm-hmm. But the last movie I want to mention is a movie called Trancers that I watched, which is an old B sci-fi movie from like '84. I know this movie. It's it's the it's the James length of a movie. It's like 76 minutes or oh, something really? like that. It's this really cheaply made sci-fi movie. Yes. Um, I think I might own this movie on VHS. Oh, really? You should watch it because for a... This is, this is like a... Yeah. It's a grade A example of what you can do with almost no budget. Like this came out the same year as The Terminator. And remember we talked about like how Terminator had a relatively low budget for a Hollywood 
right. movie. Well, this has got to have maybe a quarter of that budget. Estimated managed, 400000 There you go. So they, they managed to do a lot with very little in this movie. Hmm. And I'm not saying it's a great movie, but it's a really fun B movie. Yeah. Uh, it's got like a zombie Santa Claus at one point. Nice. It's got Helen Hunt with a denim jacket with a rebel flag on it. It's got it's got everything you need, right? No, it's got it's just like I don't know, it's just wacky and weird and you're just like, oh man, how did they pull this off for you know, what must have been fifteen dollars in a hand job. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot of fun. If you've got it on VHS, I, I think I have it I might it have it at the brewery. Yeah, pop it on. Um as for me, I've watched a bunch of stuff. I want to watch we, I want to get to the movie. I'll say one thing I watched that I'm really excited about, and I just wanted a mini shopping spree. I was <laughs> while you guys were talking. Cool. I just bought a bunch of shit on Amazon, which uh, <laughs> I feel really gross for saying I still shop on Amazon, but no, oh, whatever. Um, I just bought the the latest uh, hard copy to match my other three over there of Stumptown. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're making a movie. Out I of just that, watched. The, I think it's a TV show. Oh, TV show, right? With Colby Smolders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched the trailer and I fucking thought it was awesome. And I love the comics. I've um, never actually read that comic. I, I should I should get on that. It's, uh, it's Greg Ruka. Yeah, yeah. R- yeah. Rucka. Rucka. Yeah. Um, I love the comics. I think they're great. Um, it's about a like kind of down and out. I think she's an alcoholic PI living in Portland. She's like young and um, like in her, I think she's in her twenties or something like that. But it's uh, it's really great. It's a great comic, great graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely worth checking out. And the show looks really good. It looks like really on brand for what the comic is. So nice. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm it's, I'm like I'm really excited about watching it. Um, I mean that paired with my absolute love of another trailer I watched recently, which is the new Veronica Mars season. Oh, I haven't watched the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So fuck. Yeah. I'm excited about that for sure. I'm all about my lady PIs coming back. Yeah. I love V Mars, man. Yeah. That's a great show. V Mars. If anybody hasn't watched V Mars, (laughs) when it came out, my little sister was watching it and she was like, no, seriously, you have. Like, we were young. You're like, oh, CW she show? Was like, this can't be good. Yeah, right? She was like a teen. She was like 15 years old. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, seriously, it's actually really good. And it was. She it was right. It was so. It's, I mean, mm-hmm. fucking great show. Very great show. Well. <laughs> well. Well. I'm still the king of. I have no transitions. This might be your worst one yet. Yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well then, how do you like them apples? You know who wanted to eat something? Mm. John Rambo. Wow. <laughs> he was just looking to get Good through time. town. Anyway, this week we watch Rambo. Roll the tape. John Rambo, a drifter, just passing through their town. Morning. Headed north or south? North. Now jump in. I'll make sure you're heading the right direction, huh? You got some place I can eat around here? There's a diner about 30 miles up the highway. Is there any law against me getting something here? Yeah, me. I want you to book this gentleman for vagrancy, resisting arrest, carrying a concealed weapon. They knew he was innocent. I'm starting to dislike you a lot. 
they didn't give a damn. That's okay, Warren. Don't worry about the soap. He's tough. Just save him. Crack. Don't move. I don't want you to cut your own throat. John Rambo. One man who's been pushed too far. You're finished! You've gone as far as you're gonna go! Headed straight for the top. Right on top of him. There's no way out of here except through us. He was hunted. Trapped. There he is! On the cliff! And forced to fight back. Don't push it. Don't push it, I'll give you a war you won't believe. Teasel, you and all your men couldn't handle him before. Now, what makes you think you can handle him now? Because God knows what damage he's prepared to do. You don't seem to want to accept the fact that you're dealing with an expert in guerrilla warfare. Are you telling me that 200 men against your boy is a no-win situation for us? send that money don't forget one thing a good supply of body bags sylvester stallone this time he's fighting for his life first blood so james what made you pick this movie what made you pick rambo uh, 2019 first spoke blood. to you thank you <laughs> yeah okay. first blood well first of all i haven't seen it mm-hmm uh second you know we're gonna get to rambo eventually anyway i just figure why not now (laughs) why not now that's pretty much it (laughs) it's a compelling reason (laughs) well why not uh i don't know we all know john loves um a little stallone so loves him um huge fan (laughs) like huge um so yeah i mean it's a classic you got we got we had well yeah it's a classic i mean I would say this is probably on most people's list when they talk about action movies. Yeah, sure. Well, run through the plot quickly. Um, so he's a, a veteran um, that's back. He's just trying to make his way. I guess at the beginning he's trying to meet up with an old army friend, right? But he's uh, he's dead from cancer. So oh, from Agent Orange or something, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He not not everybody or who survived. Was that not everybody who survived Nom lived or something like that? Like yeah, they, something, they, something, something like yeah. that. <laughs> uh, and he's just kind of making his way, and I guess it's like a common thing at the time, right? And he gets in his small town, and the sheriff right off the bat. It's like, yeah, I've seen this guy like a hundred times. I know what he's all about. So just no good drifter. Yeah, I'm just gonna get him out of town. Goddamn hippie fuck. And uh, Stallone's just like, no, I'm not gonna do that. And then he uh, he ends up getting booked, and then he has some flashbacks, and all hell breaks loose. Yeah, this is before they understood like the, the words PTSD didn't exist yet. Well, I was reading a. Uh some comments from the guy who wrote the screenplay or the book, maybe he wrote the book. I'm not sure if he wrote the screenplay as well. Um, and he did, he did call it like PTSD in his when, comments. When was the comments though? Well, I don't know. I wasn't clear on that because maybe, maybe that was a term that became known afterwards that then he used in a later interview or something. But 
Because that does used... seem to be what he was going for, even if he didn't know exactly what it was called. Well, it, was, it was the 1980s. I'm just looking it up quickly. The 1980s PTSD was recognized as a disorder. Mm-hmm. I think they just called it shell shock. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For right. the most part, I mean, like combat w- shock, w- World War Two, like World War One. That's what they really talked about a lot was shell shock. Yeah. Um, I think that that the like the discussion, not the discussion, but like the portrayal of PTSD um, in this film is and like this. It's really, really powerful, actually. Like, this is actually a really great movie, like, I think, as more of a social, co- as a commentary on, mm-hmm. like, war and, like, how we treat veterans of war and, like, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think it does an awesome job. It does a really amazing job, which is, I'll get to later about, like, I, you know, I have never seen any of the sequels. I've only ever seen this movie. I've seen it oh, really? a couple times now. But, like, I've always stayed away from the Rambo movies. Well, I think it's not a worse decision to only watch this one. Yeah, so I've say, I've always stayed away from the Ran, Ran, sorry Rambo movies, and we just watched the trailer for Rambo Five before this podcast, Last Blood, and it just it, it seems to just really glorify. It really seems to glorify war in a way that the this movie didn't, and it yeah. seems to like this this movie's all about like understanding people who come back and like the the things that they saw and the things that they did and the fact that like like we should wrestle with this idea of even sending people to mm-hmm. do this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then every movie it's like, it's yeah. like, it's like a lot of stuff about Sylvester Stallone, like that he, he has these like ideas. It seems as a younger man that are like, um, for lack of a better term, they're more like left thinking, left leaning where they're like, let's confront this. Let's like, let's talk about like, is this a good thing? And then the older he gets, the more he just turns into like a fucking like right wing mega dad where he's just like, war and like let's celebrate this like um, band's like turmoil yeah I get what you're saying I think yeah I, I mean the sequels kind of do a disservice in the sense that I mean yeah it's like okay we built this franchise and people you know know who Rambo is and I mean I think even when the second Rambo movie came out there was like a Rambo cartoon I remember I had a few of the action figures from the cartoon of Rambo oh really <laughs> yeah and that just seems like such a weird thing to the, go in that direction with. Right? That is so weird. Yeah. So I get what you're saying totally. Like, um, you had this movie that has this conscience and is dealing with like these social issues. And then the rest of the series is like, yeah, but now it's just Rambo kicking ass and fucking shooting tons of people and bow and arrow, like shooting bow and arrows at guys and stuff. Right. So it kind of undermines what you accomplished with the first installment of the series. Yeah, I, I think I totally agree. It's it's somewhat disturbing almost. Yeah. Like, it just... Yeah. But you can see it. You're like, oh, First Blood was a hit, so... So we gotta make money gotta make, gotta make a sequel to this. Like, let's do this. Like, here we go. <laughs> but, but, like, that's... And I think that's what's so fucking sad about it, yeah. though, is, like... It's the same with... I And I'm completely guessing here, but, like, the Rocky movie... The original Rocky seems to be more of a story about like a, a person like overcoming adversities and like mm. rising up. And I think he loses. Yeah, he, yeah, in the first yeah. one, yeah. And then by like the th- whatever one, he's like f- he's literally America fighting Russia. Yeah, in the fourth one, yeah. And it's like, but well, at least Rocky got back on track. Like I feel well, like, like um, the, two- the last like Rocky Balboa, and then the two Creed movies. 
you get more back into where the roots of what because somebody Rocky else, was about. But this is my thing, where it's like we've all heard that Stallone just like takes over and like wants to have writing credit and everything like that, right? How much does he yeah, actually I do? Th- I think. Well, I think actually a lot in the early days, at least, because he wrote Rocky, which he was nominated for best screenplay for that, and that won best picture. And then he largely rewrote this movie. Uh, what happened to him? <laughs> I don't know. Hollywood. <laughs> All those fucking steroids Parties, he takes. Coke, I Remember he got busted? Remember when he got busted and like a, coming back from Australia or something like that with a whole bunch of steroids? No, that sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't usually keep track of all that kind of <laughs> no, shit. No, I don't Suck remember. it. Suck. Oh, fuck off. I keep track of that shit. No, like, I'm just, I, happen, I don't remember that I stuff. happen to remember something I heard. I mean, I like, remember the Hogan <laughs> steroid thing because that was a huge deal. <laughs> I happen to remember something I heard and it's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't keep, I don't keep track of those things. Those things are in and out. Well, they are for me. I don't remember that. <laughs> I mean... You mentioned the Stallone thing. I don't remember. It that. was just, it was like actually like in the news. It was like sure, yeah. I'm assuming it, it was in the news. <laughs> I don't know. Coming from you, John, we don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm on. I'm <laughs> think, on. I, I'm, not, I'm not like uh, I hate, doubting I, what, what I'm you're on saying. I hate Balboa Reddit forums. <laughs> like <laughs> we know dig, you digging up. We I, know you run those forums. I'm a mod on <laughs> anybody but Balboa. <laughs> Oh, I believe it because he is a piece of shit. He is a piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck him. But I don't even know if he's a piece of shit. You've told me he is so much that I guess I believe yeah, it. <laughs> I'm fucking gaslighting you into believing that he's a, he could be like a great person. I mean, I think this movie's not a piece of shit though. Like no, this, no, this movie is great. Yeah, it's really good. And like even at the end when he goes on that tangent, yeah, he like gives that good performance. That yeah. is a good performance. It really. I was is. surprised by that. It was actually well, it's, moving. It's because of everything that like you're saying that comes after. Like you watch, you go back and you watch Rocky. You watch First Blood. Um, yeah, he gives really good performances. Cobra. And then, but then you think, <laughs> yeah, Cobra. <laughs> then you, but then you think of Stallone like as you came to know him from you know everything over the. The whole length of his career, and yeah. you, you don't take him seriously, right? You think of him like, uh, oh, Adrian, like, you know, yeah, just at least, exactly. You know, it's people doing shitty, like, I just did a shitty impression, of him. <laughs> <laughs> but so he's like this kind of caricature instead of, you know, but yeah, but in a way, like, so he's spoken about in the same like category as like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but Arnold sure, Schwarzenegger, he's, he's been on that same level of yeah, success, but Arnold. Like, even if he does a shitty movie, I mean, it's still Arnold. It's yeah. still like you give him that that level. But yeah. with Stallone, but it's we're like, just, we're talking oh, in a room Stallone. here with three people who kind of all have a, at least a similar feeling about Stallone where we're we're not. None of us have been his biggest fans. Even growing up, I was never like, man, I fucking no, love Stallone. And here's the thing, but never, obviously there are people who do love him are, like the way that people love Arnold. Or, but I, and or, I don't like Arnold either. Like, I'm. I'm coming at this from a straight up like these people are not great at what they do kind of thing. But I've never seen Jingle All the Way. That's an awesome movie. Man. <laughs> yeah, I know. My fucking kids Shows tell me at Christmas now because of you. Fuck. <laughs> yes. I watched the movie like eight times last year. I know. It's awesome. Just better hope they forgot about it by next Christmas. Oh, they won't. Sinbad. Um, Jingle all the way, right? Jingle all the way. Um, but I, I don't think I've seen Arnold give any kind of like emotive performance. Like I've seen Stallone do, and yeah. I'm not just saying in this. I'm saying um, I've seen in, I've seen it in um, what's the fucking cop movie, Copland. I've seen it in like other things. Yeah, he's, where he like shows up. He's Rocky Balboa. Actually, he's pretty pretty he, great. In that. He truly like has 
talent. There's no way to deny that. Like you mm. can't. Like it's just that he made so many poor decisions. So yeah. maybe it's just he put himself out there to try different things where Arnold just stuck to his category. Yeah, but he's really good at the other things. But I think that the he's good at like doing the I think he actually probably would be a good artist, like a good making like indie movies and making like making mainstream films, too. But like trying. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Once you got into that glut of the 80s action bombast that was just coming out then it's like okay now what do we do look at like let's this next project for stallone okay and now he's gonna do uh cobra he's gonna do stop him all lock shoot. up he's gonna do yeah yeah he's gonna do eight rocky sequels he's tango and cash <laughs> tango and cash so maybe you get into like you know i don't know you're but, like oh this is just easy but that's the other and problem. you're making tons of money yeah but that's the other problem with tango and cash and stuff like that i like he would be great if he wasn't trying to be more than what he is. Like if he just like did his thing, like Kurt Russell. Kurt, Ru- <laughs> Kurt, Kurt yeah. Russell is Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's like Kurt Russell. He's awesome. He, he's great. <laughs> Kurt Russell's not looking for writing credit. Kurt Russell's not looking to yeah. direct that movie. I just want to say again though, like we're coming at it from the angle of none of us are big fans. No, so I'm sure there's a lot of people who watch Tango and Cash and they go. Man, Stallone's awesome in this. He's playing against type. He's doing a funny. He's what, like this funny guy that he normally wouldn't be with the glasses, and he's a nerd. But what I'm saying is, I think that what we're saying is, it's almost like we want to be fans. Like we want to like, like look at what you can do. Like look at how awesome. Yeah, you no, can it's be. more disappointing. Like why couldn't you keep doing those? Why couldn't you those keep? Why couldn't well, you yeah, keep being I mean, awesome? In, in watching First Blood, it's just kind of like I didn't realize. He had that in him. Yeah. I mean, I've seen Copland. And yeah, he's I th- great in Copland. Yeah, but I don't know. When watching this movie, and I haven't seen any of the other Rambo movies, but just from the clips I've seen, yeah, it's it's completely different than this. For sure. But Which isn't to say that they have no fun to them at all. No. Like, as just action movies, you know, they can be entertaining. Yeah. It's just they, just, they do feel like they take away from... It's just the this has a story, impo- right? Yeah, that you and there's actual drama to this, and yeah, this character, and then and then the rest. It's like okay, now give him a rocket launcher and watch him blow shit up or whatever. Yeah, and I do like how this is very much like. I mean, he's in a small town, Hope it, Hope BC. Yeah, Hope BC, and it's very much a a series of minor things that lead up to yeah the national guard things coming in go bad and then yeah right and i don't know like even when they call the national guard in the guys are like listen i gotta go back to my job like i don't you know i can't right they're just like weekend well, those are the guys. national guard That's, they're volunteers they're volunteers. Oh, they're yeah. volunteers yeah so it's the volunteer so those guys are like the volunteer there's there's how do i say this the reserves yeah that's it's that's actually really it's really funny and it's really like a, a pointed like mm-hmm. critique of I think like Americans warmongering like like like, like hawkishness w- wannabe soldiers yeah, and stuff because these guys are all fucking posers yeah who like yeah. think they're hot shit when in reality all they are is these fucking weekend warriors who right just, which like, is a line that Brian Dennehy says, in, he the, says? in the movie oh, yeah. yeah he calls them that yeah they're just a bunch of fucking poser pussies who actually couldn't handle going to war if they had to 
and for good reason. Like it bring it. This John Rambo is an incredibly talent, like talented at what he does. <laughs> strong, like brute force guy. And he's seen combat, and he and he's supposed to be like and amazing. Like he's not just seen killer, combat. Right? He's he's the guy that he's goes like in the there elite. to like yeah assassinate assassinate people and stuff. by himself. Like he can live in the will. And and it's showing like this. I I, I think what this movie is is, is even a commentary on Americans' fixation with war, and how it's easy to be like we're, we the, should, we're going to be the macho cool guys until you actually have to do it. And then this yeah. man who actually goes and does it and he puts himself on the line for what he thinks is a good cause is broken. Yeah. And he's abandoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's left by his government. He's left by his everybody and. Everybody he knows, even the ones who survive the war, are now dead. Mm-hmm. Like that's so sad. He's isolated. Yeah. It's yeah. so sad. And like, then he comes back. So he's done all these things, and then there's this whole "Don't judge a book by its cover" situation, in which this cop who thinks he's king shit, he thinks he's a real tough guy. Brian Dennehy is doing Brian, a great Brian job. Fucking Dennehy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? What's his? Like, what's his motivation? He's given so many outs. Um, well, in we, the movie, we have a it's thing. America. Well, there's there's a thing that's not really present in the movie, which I guess was part of the book and maybe some of the earlier drafts of the script, was that Brian Dennehy is a veteran of the Korean War. Oh, and that's why he says you he, think you're the uh, first, and he's just like, oh, we're forgotten about, like you know, no one thinks about us because then now the Vietnam War is the most recent you know thing, and so because he does say that line, you think you're the only one who went one? through some shit, or yeah. yeah. So but, it's just this, almost like this weird, like, um, veteran of a different war, like envy or I don't know. But, like, and, but I think it's, yeah, it's all maybe envy is not the right. No, thing but no, it, in a I way it mean. is though, because it's like, I'm talking about America and part of Canada too. And I don't know, maybe this is controversial. I don't think it should be, but like, like we are fucking military fuckers, you know, like the same way there's star fuckers. Like we're military fuckers. Like we just like, thank you for your service. And like, but we, it's all platitudes and bullshit. No one gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like the same governments that send you away to do these wars, right. That you've like, say you vote for like a predominantly right wing that wants to send you away for a war. They're the first ones to cut your stuff when you come back. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then you're a pussy if you're on the left who doesn't want to send people to war Mm-hmm. And but wants to take care of you, right? It's like in, and I think that's what this movie's really getting at is like we don't treat people properly, and none of us are actually taking into consideration like what these people are going through and how to take care of them. Well, yeah, I mean, I I think it just speaks to how the the general public at large has no idea, can't even comprehend what these people go through. Yeah, and. I mean, back then, right? Like, there's no place for them to go. There's nothing for them to do. You know, they can't you, get a job. Yeah. They're, you know. No one's taking care of you. There's no, like, work programs. Mm-hmm. You can't go to therapy because then you're a fucking pussy. Oh, and he even talks about, too, in the movie, like, also how he's treated by people when he comes back, like, from, like, oh, you fucking scum pig, whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, right. Like, all the people um, on the left, all the people on the left are like, you're a piece of shit. Mm hmm. Which is horribly wrong. And all the people, you're a fucking baby killer. Right. And then all the people on the right are like, thanks for your service. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not going to take care of you. And it's just like, what are we supposed to do? Like, Yeah. 
I think yeah. it's I, I don't know I, I think we should move past this part of the and we should talk about the yeah, actual we should action talk about scenes but I just think and, yeah. I think that what it shows is like how impactful this movie is is actually as like a conversation starter about war and about like how we treat our veterans and how we treat people who we expose to these things. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's really good. Like I watched this movie and I'm just like, I was, I was like this, I've said, I've seen it before, but I was like reminded of like how amazingly it treats this subject for its time period. Yeah. And, how and especially in the is. context of a very lean, fast paced yeah. action thriller movie. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, like it's still an action movie. Yeah. It's still very straightforward for the most part. It's there's like no fat on the thing. It moves no. at a clip and it still manages to kind of broach those subjects without getting, you know, bogged down in exposition or just, it's, you know, and that's the thing. So soapbox like, preaching. Or it's, it, yeah. Like it's when it comes to like, it's, it's, uh, it's emotional. Like it's, it's dramatic material. It, it kills it. It's really, really good. Now that said, exactly. Apparently, oh, I thought you were going to talk about how awesome some of the kills were. <laughs> oh yeah, well, no, there's that. But I was going to say, uh, apparently, there when the guy, the director of this movie, when he finished it, he had a three-hour cut of the movie. Oh wow! And uh, Stallone watched it and was like, "This is fucking terrible." Oh. And it's going to kill my career if it comes out. And so he tried to buy it so that he could just destroy it. And then eventually was able to convince them to cut it down to like half the length. Wow. So as much as we've busted Stallone's balls for, you know, his interference in scripts and producing and all this stuff, sounds like he made the right call on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, we obviously we haven't seen the three hour thing, but he was like, it's so bad that it's like unwatchable. Can you imagine if so, this movie was three hours long? No, I wouldn't. I would. I would <laughs> that, not that would be talking. About, no, because like even like the dramatic parts work because they pack so much emotion and so much like catharsis into. I can't imagine what was in the clips. rest of it. Like, I, I guess, is there just more action? Was it five more, hours? Of was hiking. it over explaining yeah. like Stallone's condition? There's probably what? a love interest. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's, the, it's a salmon. But that is one thing this movie does not have. Again. Again, yeah. Not even, not even, there's not even a woman in this yes, movie. Yes, there is. <laughs> yes, is there, there is. There's, is a wait, there? there's a waitress. Oh. There's a waitress. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's talk about the movie, though. Let's talk about some of the, our, like, the action-y bits of it. Um, so he really sets himself up quite the little uh, forest of horrors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, once he's in the woods after he's escaped uh, let's the, say, the yeah, little let's, jail. Which is back up. So he gets, he gets taken in by the cops. Mm-hmm. Starts having his flashbacks. He well, because they're treating him badly and like, him like choking shit. him out. And, and there's stuff. this one young guy that's like, "We shouldn't fucking do this." Yeah, yeah, David yeah. Caruso. Yeah, David Caruso. Fucking David, CSI, Miami Caruso. Probably in his best role. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize it was him. Other than Jade. Yeah, other than Jade, yeah. <laughs> uh, in his so David Caruso in his his best role. Oh, that means that David Caruso has been to Hope. Yes. Just think about that. <laughs> Just think about that. It makes you want to not even go to Hope anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's been here? David Caruso. There's like a sign here. when you drive into town. David Caruso was here. Where David Caruso once filmed a film. It would be really awesome if it was just like, there was like a, uh, one of those, like a camera that just like saw when a car drove by. And every time a car drove by, like to go into Hope, it just had David Caruso and it went, yeah. yeah. And, it, and, and it was David Caruso like <laughs> amateurly his taking his sunglasses off yeah. and putting them on. Um, <laughs> anyway. 
so there's this one young guy that's just like fucking we shouldn't do this this guy's no this, there's something about this guy like I don't think he is you guys, think he, he says is. like he, he says haven't you guys noticed that he's like insane basically and he's also yeah, like there's something wrong with he's him. also got like he's got dog tags and he's got like mm-hmm. there's something there's all these scars on him there's something going on yeah. yeah and then they push him too far and he flips the fuck out snaps you know. and he beats the shit out of everyone yeah escapes the jail steals that motorcycle it's fucking right off into the woods denny he chasing him yeah oh man i wish denny he would chase me <laughs> that's good too and i like that scene where he they go off-road basically into the forest and then uh denny he rolls the car i guess that wasn't actually supposed to happen that was an accident oh really <laughs> the car got rolled on the roof and they're like well that looks great we're yeah we're that. just gonna I'm keep that, that it did look great but they had a scene, you know, he goes off of a hill there and like lands in the field with his car while he's chasing him. Yeah. I guess the stunt guy broke his back when they, when he landed. So, they, but it was like way too big of a jump and they're like, this looks like ridiculous. We got to tone this back to like look more realistic, like something a car could actually yeah. land and survive sort of thing. Uh, Luckily yeah. they had that socialized medicine though. <laughs> while they were in hope. <laughs> while they were in hope. <laughs> I bet you, th- you know what, here's the thing. I bet you they came to Abbotsford Hospital. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, back then. Well, there's no oh, Chilliwack. Fucking, there's no Hope Hospital. Yeah, Chilliwack. Who's going, um, going to Chilliwack? <laughs> but that's, it's a, it's a really beautiful looking movie too, because it's shot in Hope. It's not just shot in Hope yeah. though. It's also shot in, I, I watched the ending, it's shot in Golden Years. Okay, yeah. Which, but, would, which is like North. Yeah. So. But it's gorgeous. Like, you yeah. know, I mean, it's just where we live. So we're. Maybe biased, but I, I felt it the, looks so great. They're up I on felt the hills the and the tree, lush trees and the rivers and the, you know. And it's really crazy to think that that's literally half an hour away yeah. from us. Anywhere yeah. in the lower mainland, like anywhere where we are, mm-hmm. half an hour, 45 minutes gets you into like the, like the middle of a forest. Yeah. You cannot escape it here. It's just the, the best. BC fucking rules. <laughs> yeah. This is an ad for the fucking tourists. Yeah. <laughs> Come to British Columbia. It looks like Rambo. Where Rambo was. Yeah. Um, I, I would say for me, the the scene I like the best would be the end. So, I mean, we can get oh. to the end. Well, can I but talk if a little, you have any other I, scenes. I want to talk about some scenes. Um, I do like all the, the forest shit. Yeah, when, the, when he first goes in and they're chasing they're Yeah, when they're chasing him. him. And then it's a, another cathartic moment is when the guy falls from the helicopter. Yeah, the, right. the Galt, the guy like, that's like the real asshole. Yeah, cop. Like, no, like, and how like, like Rambo didn't want, like, he obviously didn't yeah, want that. Yeah, he kept not like, wanting it, but that guy was such a fucking dipshit and so it wanted yeah, to well, kill him. Well, and then the and the the pilot it was even like, don't do that. Don't yeah. do this, man. Like, we got to go. And then the pilot, like, fucks off and is like, he doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, the pilot doesn't go and tell anybody. No, he's, he's like, like the I'm out of here. Leaves and is like, I'm gone. <laughs> um, well, how did he? How did Galt fall? He like Rambo throws a rock or something he, at, the, at the helicopter. No, he, no, he took his seatbelt off yeah, so yeah, he could get a better yeah. shot. And right. then Rambo, Rambo he throws, throws something, something doesn't yeah, he? and he hits the windshield. Right, and so the, the guy veers. The guy veers, and then the to Galt the left, falls out, and Galt and falls out. I think that's a good death. Good, a lot of blood on the rocks where he landed and stuff. Yeah, and then <laughs> and it was a, one of the ones where you're like, "Fuck yeah, fuck you, man." Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, then like the the reserve gets called in. And uh, they start hunting him, and then he takes out all those guys, like in the fields. Yeah, he's got that one trap with those like wooden, like uh, sh- he's shaved all those yeah. sticks, pointy sticks, and like fucking swings into the guy's stomach. <clears throat> Do you guys remember being kids and being like 
thinking like that's what you do like yeah you make booby traps you make booby traps i made booby traps all around my house when i was a kid (laughs) (laughs) i could just see it dennis walking around i had this like i had this like fine wire mesh shit that was sitting somewhere around our house so i like between the house and like the the bush line between the next house i like set it up so if someone was running through there in the dark they'd like hit this wire mesh shit and then i had like a rock severely I had, like a rock themselves. on this wall with like a rope it's like yeah if you pull this i don't know why any one would come along and pull a rope hey what's this <laughs> I was like what's this rope pull a rock on their head we uh <laughs> i think that when we were james and i were kids we tried to do stuff like that the only thing i ever remember actually pulling off is what james and i went camping when we were like Six and five, we must have been, and we took like a um, a netting from like an orange bag. Yeah, yeah. I think it was orange, like their mesh bags. Right, and we're like, we're gonna catch an animal. <laughs> so what we did was we had a tree. Do you remember this, James? Yeah, I totally remember this. We had a tree that was like outside of our campsite, and it was like um, it's like two trees going right beside each other. Yeah, and we put that beside it, and we're like, okay, what's gonna happen is is like an animal's going to run through here and then it'll like go into the bag and then the bag will close. Yeah. And then, and then we'll, we'll have it like a squirrel or something. Yeah. And we caught the biggest fucking toad. Yeah. <laughs> the next day it was like, you guys can't see it if you're listening to this, but it was like seven inches across. Like it like was, it was huge. huge. And we were also five and six. Yeah. So it could have been <laughs> just like a regular frog, <laughs> but yeah, we caught that shit. So that was like, I was like, we could fucking survive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we could survive. We, we could catch survive. toads. Like, if we had to, like, we could survive in the wild. <laughs> could make some Killing shit. Do you think no one taught us how to build a trap, but we built one. No. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I like at this point where they're, they keep pursuing him, and he just keeps defending himself, but he doesn't try to kill anyone. Like, he no. keeps not. Well, he even says, I could have killed all, yeah. all your men. He yeah. takes that kid down, that little bitch, <laughs> fucking stool pigeon. <laughs> Goes and tells his like the guy and his oh the, yeah. the poor dogs. Go and tells his fuck no no not that guy. Well that guy shouldn't let his dogs on him. Mm. No yeah the, the kid like dad he's over here daddy yeah, yeah. daddy fuck you fuck you and your <laughs> fuck fucking you dad kid. yeah Rambo should have cut your tongue out. Because <laughs> you're totally on his side at this point. You're oh like, yeah, just yeah. leave this fucking guy alone. He keeps just trying to like, be. Let and him. He, he gives them the option more than once. Like I don't want anyone to get hurt. Just fucking leave me alone. Yeah. Let it go. I'll leave, and they're like, "No, we're gonna fucking get you." You so, like, and then well, it becomes like this man man test for them. Like, they gotta prove their manhood by. But that's what I mean. Like, him. the sheriff has not only does Rambo give him multiple opportunities to just be like, "Okay, let's de-escalate the situation," but also other like departments and that uh, general that comes in. Like, everyone gives him an option. Yeah. Hey, why don't you like this? Isn't really your problem. Why don't right. you just step down? We haven't talked about Troutman. Uh, Rambo's like former commander comes. Yeah. And is like, hey, let me go in and get him, and we'll leave. And they're like, no, fuck you. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna kill him. Although I gotta say that first scene with Troutman is like the one scene that really doesn't work for me in the movie. He goes into that command tent they've set up where they're chasing him. Right. And he gives his big speech about. He could, you know, it's supposed to be this like, oh, he's so badass moment. Right. But it's like the one thing that just doesn't ring true to me in the movie where he's like, now, to be fair to Richard Crenna, the actor who played Troutman, uh, apparently he came on like five days before they started shooting the movie. Oh. Uh, I can't remember who they fired, but so he, you know, so that one scene where he's like, he's really trying to like 
he could kill hundreds of you, like kind of thing. Like you better get more body bags, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, I like the idea that they fired Brian Dennehy from playing the role of Troutman as well as the sheriff. He was both. He has, he he has like a fake mustache <laughs> yeah. on. And then like, but it was in Dennehy's contract that he got first crack at it. <laughs> fucking Brian Dennehy. Bro, fucking Brian Dennehy. You can't play two guys, Brian Dennehy. Uh, yeah, so that's like the one scene that I feel like for me anyway doesn't really click it just feels like a little like they went too far trying to make him seem like oh he's so such a badass or whatever yeah you don't need that because we're already seeing him do his shit right yeah and i think that it could have been more subtle and i mean it also is what what year was this that came out 82 so it it also was 82 i mean (laughs) we're closing on 40 years like think we would never write that like no one would ever write this this way and, no, and, yeah, no. Um, but, but um, he's such a slimy, shitty character. Troutman? Yeah. Like, he obviously doesn't... I, You never believe that he actually has Rambo's best intentions. Well, I mean, if he cares about Rambo, it's because he wants to use him again in yeah. the future. Yeah, like, and I think that that's, like, so... He's, like, this slick... It's, like, the guys at the top, they're not the ones that are in the shit, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're not the ones that are, like... Making they're making decisions about who dies yeah. and in what order. They're not the ones that are like putting their life on the line. And right. it's like it, it really comes through for me in yeah. his portrayal. He, he comes off that way in this movie. I think in the sequels, or at least I think yeah, he shows up in two and three. Don't think he was in the eponymous Rambo, the the fourth one. But uh he I think they try to make him more of a parental figure in those sequels. But that's just just how disgusting the sequels get. Yeah, it's it they you know what they definitely sick, move away from what, what a was sick going relationship. On <laughs> yeah. Um I like the scenes between him and Danny He when they're in the bar. Um and uh he's like, you know, they're just discussing what's gonna happen and how like you have a chance to like let me take my boy and like yeah. get the fuck out of here. And then he's like, you know. Yeah. Oh, but at that point, they think they they think Rambo's dead because yeah, those, they think I'm oh, dead. Yeah, yeah. Those, that's right. Those uh, reserves. No, guys. no, no. They don't think he's dead. Well, Danny, he thinks he's dead. Krenna thinks he's probably alive. Still. Yeah, that's so, where he's in that mine. I do want to talk about this, this mine shaft before we talk about the final scene and then wrap this up. Um, so we have this scene which I think is also really impactful, where the one fucking loser in the reserves has the quote unquote balls or guts to like shoot this. He tells him to shoot the rocket into shoot the, the rock. Cause the guy who's ordering him to shoot the rocket doesn't have the guts to do it. Yeah. yeah. This he's telling all those other guys go in there and they're yeah. like, fuck no. Fuck he's, he's like yeah. laying down fire all yeah. on that log and stuff. Um, this is the one scene that did bug me in the whole movie, oh, which yeah. is quite long actually is uh they oh, shoot while he's in the mine. While he's in the mine. It's like, First of all, how terrifying would that be? Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, like he just happens to find his way out. I don't think he just happens to. He's doesn't well, he, he adapts. He, he looks around and he's he's finding like uh, where he's feeling air I know. and stuff. Like oh, that. is that what it is? Yeah, he's yeah. feeling air. Oh, okay. That's why like, he lights this torch. He lights so the he torch and then test it against the. Ah, I had, that was so smart. I I did not get that. So I was like, why is he, like, how does he know? I also appreciated they even had a scene where he stops and, and wraps, wrap he wraps more one. stuff oh, around yeah. so that it keeps burning. Yeah. yeah. But normally in a movie like this, they never do that shit. This no. is like, this torch would burn forever. I, yeah. I did not like the rat scene. Yeah, that was, uh, Ugh. yeah. That made me just, uh, I hate. Even he was freaking out like, get the fuck off me. I, 
they just uh, they gross me out so much oh yeah I right can, i forgot you had a rat thing i can deal with so much i just cannot <laughs> like, deal with what the fuck are they eating like that many that's, rats and there. that's the thing that bothered mm-hmm. me also because i was like there's no fucking rats down there <laughs> rats aren't eating rock Rats are like that's a lot of rats. Yeah, rats are going where food is. Like there would, I, I did think. Well, like, they could have been living in there and leaving and coming back. They kind would, of thing. I don't think they would on a mountain, and then they're gonna go yeah. to town, and then <laughs> yeah, 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 go, I'm to, going town. to town. Just gonna and, go to the grocery store. <laughs> I'll pick up, uh, yeah, go, to the over, is, go to the overweighty and hope. This isn't <laughs> fucking open season three. <laughs> Rats live near food. <laughs> they do like water. All though. right. Well, that's that's a little. I mean, for me, that's not something I, I would just, have gone to that I, level of I detail just, and thinking like, oh, that's not realistic. To be honest, <laughs> I'm just being honest about the situation. And I did think that right away. I was like, yeah. there's no fucking rats living in there. Why would the rats live in there? There's no fucking food. I think I just in that scene, I'm just like, OK, we got a rat scene. That's about it. And when someone left a big old wheel of cheese in that mine when they were working there. <laughs> That's true. It's a fucking 30-year cheese. It's a 30-year wheel. It's a fine-aged let's get cheddar. You, let's get to your final uh, scene, James, that you liked. Yeah, so he gets into town, and then he just starts hitting all the soft spots and, like, wreaking havoc. Takes out the, uh, yeah, the gas station. Stuff. Yeah, it takes out the gas station, which then, in turn, blows up every single car Oh, because there's like a car lot, yeah, right there. Yeah, uh, didn't he laid down a bunch of gas? I think line, like he poured a bunch of gas leading to the. Oh, did he cars? Which is still not, you know, obviously still not realistic. Yeah, but. Uh, and then he takes out the one hobby store or something. He's in yeah, the hobby uh, store. Yeah. He gets the, he gets some more ammo and stuff. Yeah, he yeah. like he lets he opens up all the. Uh, gunpowder and shit yeah and he lights that up so that it'll start going off so uh, i mean what he's doing he's just like taking out all their reserves and then just but also causing distractions yeah so he can move and and watch to see to see where his target is this is is the sheriff this is the part where if you have been to hope at all you're like oh yeah i've been in that building (laughs) it's like oh that's where that restaurant is (laughs) like it's usually Vancouver where you're like, right? Yeah, oh, we, see, yeah. we see a lot more movies like, shot in well, Vancouver. Like when we when we watch Ballistic X versus Ever, and I was like, <laughs> literally, like in that place that day, and I'm like, oh, I was right there. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, I was in Hope. I was like, I was in Hope like a month ago. And I was like, I was right there. I was in that building. That's the other thing. It's a really cool spot to shoot a movie, just because it's a town like at the base of these mountains, so it just looks fucking cool. Like, yeah, it looks cool. Just, I don't know. Yeah, where's this supposed to be? I, suppose, I, I don't know Oregon I think or Washington State I think oh, unnamed yeah. town in America well, anyway. they, they I think they allude to it being Washington because he says he's on his way to Oregon and he's like oh that's south or whatever oh okay yeah. Hey, yeah this is a really cool scene though when he's like hunkered down in that building in the police station right is he yeah. in the police station that, yeah that's the he goes station. after Denny yeah and Denny's on the roof at first yeah. looking for him yeah that's right yeah, yeah, yeah does he knock him down through the skylight yeah yeah does he? Or is it? Uh, Skylight breaks. It's been a couple of weeks since I saw the movie. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember how, he, but he, he he goes in, he gets inside the station. Yeah, he's in the station. And he's like, he gets him to come down or somehow, but I can't remember how. Yeah. But yeah, once he, then, then Troutman goes in and you get that dramatic scene with him. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he really pulls it off. Which, that to me is like the best scene. Yeah. The Troutman scene? Yeah. Where he goes on this 
speech about it's really great i think because he does try to talk him down he's like are you what are you gonna do like here they're all there's like hundreds of cops line or and soldiers and whatever outside and it's like you're gonna really you're just gonna death death by cop and all i see if all i see in that movie is i see a completely broken man and then i see like his like his uh, i don't know how to describe this in a way that's other than this it's like you have a victim and you have a predator you have like a person gaslighting you, like you have an abusive father, abusive husband, or abusive wife, whatever, and you have like yourself, and it's like this. He's protecting you in that moment, but really he does it's not for, have it's your for best. his own ends. Like, it's for his yeah. own ends. Like it's just like it's, an, it's such an abusive relationship, and it's just like you're just watching it all happen, and it's just like everything about that situation is so fucking sad. It, I'm sure there's a way of looking at that where it's like. Fucking don't know, man. Like he's taking care of his own. Right. Like yeah. it's like fuck off. Well, it's a common trope, right? When it comes to like military or special forces, like even in uh, like Born Identity, right? It's like, well, just come, come, come in. home, come home. Yeah, come and, in. Yeah, and we'll take care of you. And, and yeah, yeah. really, it's just about protecting their interests, not mm-hmm. him. So, yeah. I mean, you said in the second and third. Although I think one, it's actually more subtle in this movie than it is. In, it is in a more lot of subtle. Movies. I think it's really subtle. I think it's really mm-hmm. like subversive. Mm-hmm. I don't think that when uh, people were watching this in 1982, were thinking this necessarily. I think it's more of a you watch this now with hindsight, because we know more now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we're inundated with it more. We understand like what combat does to people, and we understand like the toxic relationship between like you know, a person in power and a person that's like underneath them. Like, you know, we talk, we talk about these things every day in like business and life and work and relationships. And I think that like this this movie is just so far ahead of its time in that sense. Like it just is like not, nobody was doing this. I mean, I think there were dramas where, you know, deer hunter, these types of movies where you, you, they examined it, but they weren't action movies. This manages to be an action movie that has, you know, as self-reflective and exactly. examines these things. Yeah. And that's what I meant. Like nobody's doing it in this way. Right. Nobody's doing it. Like it's like, um, what's his fucking name? Um, Starship Troopers. Robocop. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> Stupid I almost said Lars von Trier. Paul no, Verhoeven. Verhoeven. So no. it's, it's like Paul Verhoeven. Okay. Like, so he's, he is putting like this subversive shit in all of his movies. Right. He's making action movies, but then he's, they've all got commentary yeah. in them. And it's more Robocop, total recall star. It's pretty much more like he's making these movies and he's like, you're seriously going to let me make this movie. And I'm just going to put all this like, well, he gives a studio what they want. Yeah. And, and then he, but he also gives, you know, himself what he wants. Yeah, right? And, but like where he does it with, <laughs> he does it on this like extreme way. Like, if you're if you're if you notice it, if you're paying attention, like you can't help but notice it. Like what he's actually saying, he's making this movie about like that seems pro war or pro cop, and when he's really making an anti cop movie or an anti war movie, right, yeah. where Rambo actually is so delicate, so, so delicate in what it does and how it like goes be- between like this extreme violence and this like incredible like um, vulnerability, like I. I don't think I'm being over. I don't think I'm exaggerating and saying like he does a really, really good job. Yeah, it's hard to believe that the director. The only other thing of note that he went on to direct was Weekend at Bernie's. Really? 
Wow. Oh, that tracks. That's <laughs> a classic. Instant classic. <laughs> classic. Yeah. That's almost as good as Weekend at Bernie's 2. Right. Yeah, no, it's it was really good. It was a really good movie. I'm really glad I watched it again. Now, um, would you go, what would you have thought if Pacino was John Rambo? Because that almost happened. Really? Uh, he said she he, has he, a great ass. <laughs> he left the project because they wouldn't make Rambo into more of a maniac. Wow. <laughs> I can just see Pacino going oh way over God. the top with it. I would love to see Pacino as John Rambo. I mean, I want to see that version in a sense, but... I think I'm kind of glad that it ended up being Stallone. Yeah, this is I'm, f- I'm glad it, it was Stallone. So I don't know if these words have ever been said before, but I'm glad it was <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. And not Al Pacino. And not Al Pacino. <laughs> Al, no, man, like all my all my Stallone hate aside, like he does a great job. He he deserves so much credit for this movie. Like he's so he's so good. He's so good. He's so believable in every aspect. Like he's, he, he, he's great. Yeah. No, not Can't a bad disagree. thing to say. Yeah, I mean, and that's the other thing is, that for me, the pacing in this movie was almost perfect. Like, it it really has not much fat to cut off. No. And like I said, I know it was like a, there was a three hour cut, but like the way they cut this down. I can't even imagine what else you would want to put in this. Yeah, I have no idea how I, they have I, three I feel like cut. all the... My my guess is it would be more of like sullen him by himself, like doing stuff, like setting up traps, and like more like getting into the psyche of like well, how then he was I think broken. it would have kind of ruined the drama of, I, this, of like this end scene that you literally like so much. Because then they would have over, just over-explained everything and like yeah. done it to death. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with you. I think it would have like actually taken away from how impactful the moments are by going deeper into who he was. I think the little glimpses you get really like just showcase like this fucked up dude in this like fucked up situation and like these horrible people around him that are like also broken like by whatever happened to them, right? Some of them through war, some of them for just being pieces of shit. Yeah. Right? Plus was it Galt that died? Yeah, Galt is the one that falls out of the helicopter. Galt, isn't that the same as the person from the Ayn Rand book? Uh, John you're Galt. asking the wrong guy. I never read John Galt. Rand. I'm pretty sure he's the one that keeps the trains running on time or whatever the fuck. Um, oh, you're not a big Ayn Rand fan? <laughs> no, never. You're, big li- you're, you're a libertarian, aren't you? <laughs> you're a li- no, Dustin's a libertarian, James, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, Dustin's a libertarian. Yeah. That's why we love him. Right. <laughs> Fucking, fucking Brian Denny. Libertarian piece of shit. As <laughs> rate this fucker. Yeah, let's do that. I'm going to go first this time. Please do, because my app is loading. I'm going to say, <laughs> over my reaction to this movie is an 8. I give it a 7.6. This movie is really fucking good. Yeah, my reaction's an 8, and I gave it a 7.6. And my reaction is an 8, and I gave it a 7.8. Which gives it a 7.7, which leaves this film all alone. All alone, at just like Rambo. Eighteen at eighteen, moves right above Hot Fuzz. Oh yeah, and what uh, what's ahead of a Tombstone? Uh, Tombstone. Okay, yeah. I I'm can, your Huckleberry. I can, I can live with that for sure. It's a great movie. Watch this movie. Yeah, if for some reason you haven't seen First Blood, you should do yourself the favor. If I'm going to recommend anything to watch, if you like this movie, um, I recommend Home Alone and um, Battle Royale. <laughs> Battle Royale. Uh, I would, I, I mean, if you want more of the drama, then I would say go with Deer Hunter, but that is three hours. So, <laughs> yeah. well, I was thinking Battle Royale for the forest and the 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, booby I, I traps yeah. and uh, Home Alone for just a completely <laughs> fucked up human being who needs help. I would say watch uh, Born Identity. Oh yeah, you didn't even like Born Identity. I know, but it's similar. <laughs> yeah, in, in way. some ways it is. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for. Oh, sorry, we got to talk about what we're watching next. I was gonna say, and next we're gonna watch. Roadhouse. Oh yes, I've never seen Roadhouse. <laughs> Roadhouse. I actually, um, when I was a little, I almost watched Roadhouse, and then I said, "No, one day I'm going to be in a podcast, and I'm going to have to." <laughs> That's some good foresight. Yeah, I was like twelve. You're like, you know what? One day I'm going to do a podcast. Those don't exist yet. Yeah. All my will. friends, all my friends were like, "What's up with Roadhouse? What's up Roadhouse?" And I was like, "I can't, man. I got to save it." Gotta save uh, it. Roadhouse has it. It's from the 80s, right? Yes. So it's got such classic 80s <laughs> cheese. Plus boobies. Like him mm. like working out all sweaty, slow motion with hey, music hey, montage. We, let's not spoil, let's save it for the like, episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. episode. Give oh, it all away here. <laughs> Thank you guys uh, so much for listening. Uh, if you like us, uh, check us out on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, but most importantly, please tell a friend. Rate us, like us on uh, on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever the fuck you uh, you know whatever wh- however you get this, um, and we'll see you guys next week.